the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So the Lord has been speaking to us on finishing well, finishing well. Our text is Hebrews 12, 1 to the end, or 1 to 29. Our scripture prayer prompters. We have two of them, and I will encourage you to commit them to memory, please. The first one is Philippians 1, 6, which says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1, 6. Personalize it. Let's use it as a form of prayer. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in me will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the second memory verse or scripture prayer prompter is Ecclesiastes 7, 8a. This is very simple. Ecclesiastes 7, 8a. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. And we can use it to pray. My end shall be better than my beginning. Amen. So shall it be. In fact, the same writer, Solomon, said the day of death is better than the day of one's birth. Mm. The day of death is better than the day of one's birth. May the day of your passing be better than the day you are born. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May the latter part of your life be better than the earlier part of your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. So the Lord is speaking to us on finishing well. If you remember the word of the Lord to us from the beginning of this year, Exodus 33, 14. Which says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. From the beginning of the year, from January, the word of the Lord to us, which we have actually looked at many times, we've used this to pray, we've considered it. It says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. This is the word of the Lord to us. It was the word of the Lord to Moses. The Lord promising that he would take them from that place where they were, Mount Sinai, after they left Egypt. And he said, I will take you all the way to the place of rest. I will take you to your destination. I will take you to the place where I intended to take you. I will take you all the way to the finish line. So the Lord has kept us. I hope you have a heart of gratitude to God. For keeping you from the beginning of the year till now. The Lord's presence has been with us. The Lord's presence has been with you. He has kept you. He has delivered you. He has protected you. He has provided for you. The Lord says, I will give you rest. I that started this journey. I took you out. I will take you to the place of rest. I will take you completely to the end point. God is able and committed to finish whatever he starts. If he started it, you can be sure 
that he will finish it. Let me say that again. If God started it, you can be sure that he will finish it. If he didn't start it, he's not going to finish it. He's not committed to it because it's not his work. So we got to be sure. We got to be we got to make sure that whatever it is that we embark on in this life, that it's, God is involved, that we ask him before we set out, that we are not setting out on our own, we are not doing our own thing, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. If you look at the word of God, in Hebrews 7.25, he says, he is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. God is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. And he says, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Since he always lives to make intercession for them. This is talking about Jesus. That Jesus lives. He doesn't die. Of course, God lives. God doesn't die. You see, people come and go. People die. People can promise you things. Oh, I'm going to do this for you tomorrow. I'm going to do this for you next year. You never know what will happen. Before next year, they are gone. They intended to do it when they said it. Before next year, the strength they had is no longer there. They are not able to do it anymore because they don't have the strength to do it. Oh, I will help you to pack. I will help you as you are moving. No. By next week, they are done with maybe cold or whatever it is, they are not able to help you. Yeah, they made a promise, but now they are not able to do it. Or I will help you through college. You know, when the time comes. By the time college comes, the money they thought they had, the money they had, they don't have it anymore, so they can't help you. But God is ever strong, ever rich. God does not change. You can just depend on him. If he says it, is able and committed to doing it. Did you hear that? He declares the end from the beginning. He says what he's going to do. He declares the end from the beginning. Some other people can say, I will do this, I will do that. But when the time comes, they are not able to do it. They can't come up with the money. They can't come up with the idea. You know, you relied on them, but now they can't do it. God is not like that. He doesn't change. He's ever the same. He's ever stronger. You know, he doesn't get weary. He doesn't get confused. He doesn't even sleep. Amen. So in the night, you can count on him. In the morning, you can count on him. doesn't matter what is going on. Uh, he is not rough. No, he, he is not disturbed. Amen. So, God is committed to finish whatever he starts. We just have to commit our ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do it. Throughout the scripture... The law makes clear, makes very clear to us that his counsel is immutable and that he is able and committed to fulfill his counsel. God wants you to finish well. Amen? Is there anybody here who wants to finish well? I want to finish well. Amen? I want to finish well. If you want to finish well, God wants you to finish well. I want you to know that. The Lord desires that you finish well. You see, it's one thing to start. It's another thing to finish. If you are going to complete what you started, it means that you have to continue. And to continue implies positively moving in the right direction until you get to your destination. 
Let me say that again. If you are going to complete what you started, or what the Lord started in your life, it means that you have to continue. If you're going to complete, you have to continue. And continue means you are positively moving in the right direction until you reach the goal. So the end matters a lot more than the beginning. The end matters a lot more than the beginning. Most of the time, it requires a lot more to continue something than to start it. And it requires a lot more to finish than to start. There are many examples in the scriptures. Many examples, we can, we can attest to that. We know that. We are not children. There are many, many businesses that start. A lot of them fail. Amen. There are many that start out saying, I want to follow Jesus. How many people continue? How many people make it to the end? And there are many examples of those that started well, but never finished. Never finished well. But if you desire to finish well, I want you to know that God is able to keep you. God is able to sustain you. God is able to maintain you. And God is able to take you to the end. Amen. The scripture says in Galatians 6, 9, And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose harm. Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. Why doing good? Doing good is not easy. You can get weary. You can get discouraged. A good thing takes a lot of effort to do. So if you don't keep at it, you can get discouraged. Especially if the result is not coming fast. You give up. But the scripture is saying, don't grow weary. Don't get discouraged while doing good. Continue to do good. For in due season, you will reap if you do not lose harm. So it requires a lot more to do good than to do otherwise. It requires a lot more to do good than to do otherwise. In fact, like I've said many times, if you don't do nothing, do you know what happens? If you don't do nothing, it's not that nothing happens, it's that bad thing happens. Evil will happen. If you don't do anything, bad things happen. For something good to happen, you have to do something. If you want to get a job, if you want to earn some money, you, you will have to get up, you know, take a shower, get out, apply for a job, do something, do something. But if you don't do nothing, just lay down. You can be sure that it's not like nothing will happen. It's that you're going to go broke. Amen. It might be worse than that. So if you don't do nothing, bad things happen. Evil happens. But for something good to happen, you have to do something. You have to do something. So it requires a lot more to do good than to do otherwise. The truth is, you don't have to do much to be bad or to do bad. The encouraging truth is, the Holy Spirit will help us. The Holy Spirit helps us, helps our weaknesses so that we can do what is naturally impossible to do. So we can rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen. We can count on the Holy Spirit. We can draw strength from God to help us do what we cannot naturally do. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on finishing well. Finishing well. Being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it. I want to urge you that you avail yourself of all the provisions, all the resources that the Lord has made available for your success. 
Let me say that again. Being confident of this very thing that the Lord who has begun a good work in you will complete it. I urge you to avail yourself of all the provisions, all the resources that the Lord has made available for your success. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 12, our text. Hebrews chapter 12, our text. I'm going to refer to Hebrews 12 today, but I'm going to dwell a lot on Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 leads to Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 from verse 1 says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Where Jesus is sitting is where I want to be. Amen. Where is Jesus sitting? Where is Jesus? Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. That is where you belong. That's where we belong. 